You're listening to SBS News. Still hands-on after 30 years, sisters Tina Angelidis and Katerina Stavropoulos are busy packing chocolates in their commercial kitchen in Sydney's inner west. The lead-up to Easter is a busy time of year and machines are whirring constantly. Ms Angelidis says their unique flavours are in high demand. We've been making this for almost 25 years. It is a chocolate cake, lots of rum, um, coconut and cherries. And we make, they're our version of our hot cross bun. We make 12,000 of these yeah, and they all sell out. It's one of 40 flavours in their Adora chocolate range. And Miss Angelides is proud to announce that their eighth outlet is seen to open in Sydney's Wynyard. While many small ventures have struggled to stay afloat during the pandemic years, she says this family venture is steadily expanding. We've actually opened three stores during COVID and it's been better for us because, as I said, some of them have sustained the quieter ones. So it's about balancing. So we opened two residential areas and then we've come back to the city now because we are confident that the city will pick up. Overcoming financial challenges is key to their success. As young mums with eight children between them, they began in 1993 by hand-rolling truffles on a kitchen bench. Ms Stavropoulos says in the early years, family support was crucial. Well, we were working from home in the beginning, 30 years ago, and then we had won some awards at the Royal Easter Show and we needed to move on. And we said we will rent somewhere. And my parents, of course, being Greek, they said, no, 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 you can't rent. So they gave us the deposit to purchase our first um, business there. One third of Australia's 2.4 million small and family businesses are owned by migrants. And many of their ventures got off the ground thanks to financial backing from extended family and relatives working long hours, often for low or no wages. Miss Angelides explains. Without mum and dad, I don't think we could have started because not only did they support us financially, but also they were looking after my kids, in particular after school. Financial backing from family and friends is crucial for many Australian startups, especially those founded by women, according to Amanda Price, the head of high growth ventures at tax and advisory service KPMG. I mean, there's a number of pretty significant challenges I think that female founders are facing in securing capital. One of the reasons Australian companies typically do well when there is a sort of recession or a market downturn is because we're quite resilient and that we've learnt to bootstrap, fund our own companies, find different sources of funding and do that and and from there grow very capital-efficient companies. And that resilience is needed in this tough economic climate where startup funding is harder to come by. Last year in Australia, startup finance fell by 30% to $7.4 billion, only slightly better than the global decline of 35%. And while Australia's female founders did get more deals approved in 2022, they received less funds, as KPMG's Ms Price explains. Women founders were noticeably absent from the largest deals of the year, and and I think that's that's one of the real issues. I mean, and there's a number of reasons for this, but I, I think one to point out is that 28% of of the 50 most active Australian venture capital funds didn't invest in a female-founded startup in 2022. Investors are typically male and they typically invest in men. So, I mean, the thing that we need to do is ensure that we're getting enough female VCs through the pipeline, more female founders, more female investors, to actually start to increase. It's a situation the Adora founders know all too well. They were forced to find alternate funding for their eighth store when major banks refused to lend, as Miss Angelides explains. Banks. 100% banks. Banks have discriminated us from day one. 
As women, we did find it very, very difficult to try to get some finances. If we didn't have the support of others, we would not have been able to get that over the line. Their new plan is financed from a deal raised by a broker. And though Adora's turnover is projected to hit $4 million this financial year, Miss Angelides says they still struggle to be taken seriously. Even my brother had a role in it because um, being two women in the industry, we've had to take him to a trade show because I knew what it was like, how people deal with us as women. They don't, they ignore you. And for other female founders looking to get started, Miss Angelides has this advice. Ask for help. Go directly to the people who will genuinely help you. Family and friends are good for some things, but get professional advice. Cutting a cake to celebrate the major milestone this week with some of their 53 staff, the sisters admit that they don't always see eye to eye. However, Miss Angelita says hard work and their special bonds has helped them navigate hard times, and this year will be no exception. The interest rates have hurt, and they're definitely hurting. A key issue is having each other because you've got a sounding board. <laughs> yeah, you can't, we couldn't have done it on our own. No, we couldn't. If we didn't have each other, yeah, we wouldn't have been able to do it. Alan Lee. SBS News.